I am Araceli, a wealth advisor, real estate investor in the United States and Canada, and creator of Wealthy Women in Real Estate. Every week, I meet with Colette, a real estate broker and a real estate investor in Canada. We come together to talk about all things real estate investing and how to increase your wealth. Join us. Welcome everyone. This is Araceli, Transition Wealth Advisor and Real Estate Investor in the U.S. and Canada. And before we get going, I wanted to remind you to please sign up for the YouTube channel uh, so you can listen to more of this kind of information that we put together for you. And today in my chat with Colette, we're going to be talking about how to build wealth because we touch up on, on every single episode, but we really need to go deep onto what it really means. Hi, Colette. Can you introduce yourself? Yes, of course. Hi, everyone. My name is Colette Rava. I'm a real estate broker in the GTA, which means I like working the West End, anywhere from Toronto all the way to Oakville, Burlington, including Mississauga, including Brampton. Uh, That's my area of specialty. Araceli and I, you know how we love talking about real estate and investment property, but today it's all about you and your finances and what it means to have wealth, not just personal wealth, but generational wealth. So uh, before the call, I said to Araceli, I just have this perfect little quote. I don't know who said it, but it goes something like, rich people plan for generations and poor people plan for Saturday night. So I'm sure I read that somewhere on the internet or (laughs) whatever I was reading. So that really struck a chord with me, but also struck a chord with her because obviously Araceli does finances and uh, helps us with our financing and not just planning for Saturday night for the fun day ahead, but for the years ahead and even beyond. So we both think that's very, very important, whether or not you want to invest in real estate or something else. Yeah. We all need to do the hard work, right? Absolutely. And the thing is, exact, that's exactly what it is, because now in this era, which everything is instant gratification, we get everything you know, fast. We have a credit card that allows us to buy something that we might not be able to afford, uh, thinking that we can. So that's what... One of the things that I wanted to talk to you about it is how I came about knowing finances, because as you know, I have an engineering degree, which, you know, you have to go to university. So I'm an educated person, but I was never, you know, taught, taught, exactly taught what to do with my money. Like, and and it doesn't matter what your profession is, whether you went to university or not, you have a way to make a living. And whatever that is, or whatever that looks like, that is creating money for you and your family, you have to respect that. But building wealth is completely something different. And of course, if you're going to build something, you want to know what that is. So the first thing that I want to tell you about it is what does it mean to build wealth? And to build wealth is uh, to know the definition of wealth. And wealth is basically the number of months, and this is actually not in money, it's not about an amount, but it it is measured in time. Well, can I I just say something too? When we talk about wealth, it's not uh, exactly what you said, it's not about money, but it's also about 
love and relationships and what else we have to enrich our lives. I think that across the board, these things that we're going to talk about today can be used or utilized in all of these departments, not just about building money, building, yeah, uh, you know, your, yeah. So when we say personal wealth, yeah, of course we mean, you know, uh, hard assets, but also you have to look at your life in a bigger picture to say, do I have the relationships I want? Do I have the connections I want? Not just with people, but with the world around me, with my neighbors, with my children, with everything. So ultimately, this is a, this is a really big show for us. I think it's not just yeah. about personal money wealth, but also you know life itself. Correct, but if because we're talking about finances, if you want to know how to define wealth, it is in time, and basically it is the number of months that you can continue to have the same lifestyle that you have today if your money were going to stop today. So that means you're not making your income. money. It's so income. It's yeah. any income that you have, right, coming right. in will stop today. Whatever you have right now accumulated, how many months can you go and live exactly the same lifestyle that you have today? You know, the same car, the same insurance, the same house, all of that would not stop. So that's how you measure wealth. So the more assets, hard assets or otherwise assets that you have, that they will continue to, to provide that lifestyle for you, that's how it is. And let me tell you how I came about uh, when I started looking into building wealth. Um, I read the book, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is very famous. And if you haven't heard of it or if you haven't read it, please do so. And, and there's basically three concepts. And the first time that I read the book, I really didn't agree with them. I'm telling you, I did not because it was not ingrained in me. It was not something that I even consider, to be well, honest. Right? I, I think a lot of it is also how we grow up. So being in that, you know, unfortunately or fortunately, it's not saying that you know, you have to do what your your parents have taught you, but it's also you can learn from their mistakes too and what they have done wrong. But it takes a mature person. Yeah, we don't expect your you know kids to actually start doing financing, which they should, and they should be taught in school. To go back to your point, but really that's our society, and we have to take charge of our own finances and our own children to explain this to them. Yeah, that's right. And basically, I'm going to go very fast to kind of go to the core of what I learned in this book. And there's basically three things in order for you to become rich and build wealth, right? Okay. So the first one is pay yourself first. And this is simple, but most people, and I didn't agree with it because the reason is because we all have bills to pay. Right. And we always say, well, no, my mortgage is more important. My, you know, my car payment, all of that. But what, and what does that actually mean? Because when it says pay yourself first, what do you mean? Okay, so, so here's the money. What do I do with it? Exactly. So what you do with it is basically you take a chunk of money. Most likely would be a percentage of what you make, whether it's you start at 5%, 10%, 20%, sure. whatever yeah. it is, and you put that aside. And uh -huh. you live with 95% or with 90% or with 80% of what you bring in. That is actually a habit more than anything to be able to spend less 
than what you made. And I, it, it didn't com compute with me, like, how am I going to pay myself first? But it is about a habit on what you make versus with what you spend. And if you take that and don't compromise it, and you don't have to start like 20% or 30% of what you make. Whatever is comfortable, sure. Whatever it is comfortable, and then you can start putting more money away. But if you have that rule down, basically everything will start to come up because you're going to have opportunity money that you can take there, whether it's for a down payment on a property or maybe invest in the stock market or anything else that come up, like buying a business, anything else. So that's the first habit. And yeah. it's basically a habit that you need to understand and be aware of. Okay, but let's just make this clear. The money, when you say pay yourself, is not to pay yourself and go get a manicure. It's to that's take right. And, and, you know, it's like, oh, I want to pay myself first. Okay, what can I do with it? If that's not what we're saying, we're saying take the money and put it into savings for later. So this is building your wealth for the future, not now. Yeah. You have to live on that whatever 90, 95%, whatever you know to pay your bills but that little bit of money should go into savings exactly and don't compromise it for anything else like it's not your emergency fund it's not that oh my god you know something happened i'm gonna take it away or oh this vacation looks pretty good let's take that money no this money is absolutely something that you need to put away put away and it is pretty hard to do i tell you but if you actually do this then you're going to start on the right path. Yeah. And it's, it is a habit just like anything else. If you want to lose weight, if you want to eat better, it's doing those things day after day after day. Any habit that you want to change at the beginning, you have a lot of resistance because you've been doing this thing all the time. You know, if you've Absolutely. been drinking soda all the time and you're going to eliminate it, then it's, of course it's going to be hard because it's habit, your body craves it, and it's the same with money. You know, we're used to say, oh, well, I bring this much money, let's go out and spend it. So it just takes time, but you have to be aware, first of all, of what you're doing and if you want to grow your wealth, okay. right? So that's, that's number one. That's number one. Now, the number two, and this is the same thing, I always thought that it was wrong. It is not about what you make but what you actually keep, which it, got, it, it kind of actually goes with the first one, because no matter what your income is, you know, if you want to keep up with the Joneses and buy the big car or the big house or anything like that, then that is a recipe for disaster. So whatever you keep, and obviously that's where real estate comes in, because that's what we want to keep hard assets. They're there, they're appreciating, and then you keep more and more money. Uh, so remember that it's not about what you make, it's about what you keep. And we all make money. It doesn't matter what your profession is, but you right. make money and right. you are creating a lifestyle that is according to that income. Yeah, yeah. And it well, and, and make sure that you get more assets. Right. And to go back to the first, or maybe not the first thing, but what we spoke, what Araceli said in the beginning. And also, I believe that too, uh, whenever you want, you have a project or you have a goal, it's always either time or money. So let's say to renovate a house or to buy a house, you can either buy a house with a lot of money that's all fixed up and all nice and you're going to spend more money, or you can use your own sweat equity, live in the house 
rent out the basement while you're renovating it and that will build with time and with your energy putting into that house so there's always this balance of time or money you can use that analogy for anything even working out uh, losing weight um, you know uh, 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 having a nice car if you can't afford a nice car now wait get a beater fix it up drive it till you can actually afford the nicer car so this is all time time versus money or time and money together so every every goal you have they'll have these two factors time yeah. and money and you have to put them together to get your goals and Araceli is right you don't have to make a ton of money to be wealthy in in many different ways you can build it with time and with sweat equity but i'm sorry i digress so that's yeah. number two that is number two so remember it's not about what you make but it's what you keep and number three it's note what assets are what liabilities are and concentrate all your time in getting assets if it might say it, it sounds very easy but at the same time, knowing what an asset is, it's important. And an asset is something that is going to generate money for you, whether it is cash flow or it is appreciating over time. Yes. So if you concentrate on buying those things instead of buying things that don't do that, that they're robbing you from your money, the, the money that you're making, it is going to be very, very hard for you to build that wealth. And one of the things that I struggled with a lot is that in the book, it says that when you buy your principal residence, it is not an asset. And technically it is not, I believe it is an investment. It's an investment for your quality of life and because it will appreciate over time. Right. But in the in reality like if you look at the concept of an asset if it is costing you money and it's not generating money it is not an asset so right. the way that you can convert your principal resident to become an asset is maybe renting the basement or renting a room that you can create some money coming into the home Right. Even a garage, somebody yeah. needs a parking spot, any part of the house, any part of the property. Absolutely. Exactly. Right. So that's the way that you convert it. But technically, you need to understand that your principal resident, it is not an asset. It's actually a liability. Yeah. I, I struggled with that too when I read the book. I know. Yeah. I was like, oh, what an interesting concept. But it's true. Because it does it, you know, when you when you calculate the taxes and all the maintenance and everything else that you need to do around your house, it you do you don't make any money from it. And then to say, okay, I'm going to sell it in how many years? Is it actually going to become an asset? Because as you know, the GTA market has climbed so much over the last few yeah. years. Things have slowed down. Now is it somebody who bought last year and they think that they're going to make it this year and, and make money? Might not happen. So exactly. that. Yeah, that's very important to look at the house, your principal residence that yeah. way. And the thing is, the principal residence, even if you made money over time, because let's say you stay there 10, 15 years, and now you're ready to sell it, you're going to be buying at a high price, and you have to buy something because you have to live somewhere. Absolutely, right. So we all have to live somewhere, and that's why we really think about 
buying another property that is generating some cash flow for you that is paying for some, some of your expenses in your principal residence that would be the ideal right because now even though it's costing you and it's appreciating which is an asset in that regards that is appreciating but it's not costing you your cash flow exactly Right. And as I said, the, the, the one thing that you could do if you are a new investor is probably buy a multifamily uh, property that has two, three units and you live in one of them. So that means you have an asset. So that property is generating some income. You might be living there for free, which is, you know, the biggest bill for everybody. Absolutely. The That's biggest wonderful. bill that now, at least here in the GTA, People are spending between 40 to 50% of their actual income coming in to go for housing, whether you're oh, yeah. renting or you are paying your mortgage and all the bills that go with it. So Right, right. Yeah, and you know, there's always that extra expense of things breaking down in the house. You know, you don't know what other expenses are. So if you think, okay, I just have to cover my mortgage, that's it. No, you have utilities, no. you have expenses, you have things happening to the property, you have the city asking you for money because of this and that and the other. So there's always something coming. They all all have their hands in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> so so if you can get some rental income out of your primary residence, fantastic. Yeah, that would be the best thing. So just to summarize, and these things, they seem very, very simple, but when you really are aware of it and implement these things, it's not as simple. You need to have some help. Try you need a plan. It. Yeah, you need a plan exactly to put it in place. If you're having a hard time with it, please let me know, I'll be happy to help you with it. So just remember, so the first one is pay yourself first. So, yeah. Pay yourself first. The second is not about what you make, but what you keep. And the third one is know what assets and liabilities are, what the difference is, and concentrate on getting assets. So that's basically the summary for today. I hope that you can take something to heart. Even if you can't not implement everything, just be aware of it and say, how can I start doing it? I think the attitude to build wealth is the most important thing that you really commit to it. That's what we want to bring you. And of course, you know, we believe that real estate is one of the best things that you could do to create that wealth and increase it. So, right. And honestly, having a plan, if you just write things down and say, okay, I'm going to try this, even if you do it for 30 days to start, Yes. See what you can do with your paycheck, see how much you can put away, see what makes you comfortable. And I think even uh, talking about COVID and how it was really rough on a lot of people, huh? we had that option to not go out and to not get takeout and not go to the movies and spend all of our income on these things that they're forgotten. And it's, it's one of those things that it, it's actually a blessing, I think, where we could step back and say, okay, we don't have to go out every night. We don't have to go to a restaurant. We can save a little bit of money and to follow those things and to go back into that system mm -hmm. of saving. And that's the thing that will help you in the end. How many people have bought during COVID because they saved that much money? Yeah. So there's lots of lots of ways you can save money. And honestly, if you need a plan, call Araceli. She'll help you put something together that you can manage. Don't be scared. Yeah. It's quite, she can make it quite simple for you put you on the right path and you will thank her later. Yes, that's what we want. So 
just continue to listen to things that can motivate you and that make you do that. But it is just about your attitude. Do you really want to build wealth? Right. That is basically the thing that you need to answer in order for you to get motivated to make those changes. And you can do it. Yay. Yes. Of course you can do it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm do it. for you. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Colette, for this. And uh, we will see you in the next one. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.arisalihernandez.com. Thank you.